the college experience, Missouri Valley conference, college basketball preview on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything they can to help hashtag DGENs only cash big, including a 50% deposit match on your first deposit. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP to get a 50% deposit match only at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Welcome to the college experience, Missouri Valley, 2020, 21 conference preview for college basketball. My name is Colby swinging database, Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick and we're picking Missouri Valley basketball, the college basketball guru himself, along with myself and Patty C give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living, free lock giving, former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP, NC Nick in the place to be. What is going on, man? How are we doing this fine evening? Well, it's a beautiful, I mean, look, it's, I would say it's been shitty that my pirates of East Carolina are getting, well, they're covering, but uh, they're losing. So uh, that's never great, but um, it is a good night in despite my 1-800 conference USA special for pick Dundee, 1-800 pick Dundee conference USA special. Looks like it's going to hit tonight. We got like a shit ton of games canceled. Um, but other than that, we're talking Missouri Valley basketball and NC Nick, you know me. You know this is one of my sweet I think it's yours too though. I think you have a, a sweet Great conference, man. Yeah. Isn't don't, don't we have a little place in our heart for the Missouri Valley, I feel like? Definitely, definitely. So we just got done doing the A10. Now we're doing the MVC. Two great mid-major conferences, really good basketball being played here. The college football on tonight, all three games, <laughs> they're all three blowouts. So we don't got too much going on there. So let's talk some college hoops, man. The season is uh, how many days away? What's the countdown? Uh, what are we at? The 13, 12 days. So by the time people are listening, this will be 11 days away. 11. Wow. Days 11 days. Away. Let's do this, man. I'm getting pumped. I'm getting excited. Exactly, man. Um, and when, when you look at this conference last year, it was, uh, well, first off, it was it was crazy because Northern Iowa, I believe, got upset. Let me actually pull that up. Somebody's upset. 
Northern Iowa in, was it, was it Loyola? No, I think it was, it was like, I don't know. Was it Bradley or Indiana state or something? Missouri. Yeah, it was one of the it was one of the lower seeds because Northern Iowa was the one seed. I think it was and, Drake. Uh, I think it was Drake that upset them, right? Yeah, yeah, you might be right. Uh, I put I, I typed in nineteen ninety nine twenty nineteen. There we go. Um, <laughs> Bradley, I believe. Yeah, well, yeah. Make sure you're looking at the 2019-2020 season because it would have been the, the conference true. tournament would have been in 2020. Bradley again? No, Bradley won. Bradley won, and uh, yeah, Bradley's a dude. They're a solid program since the, since the days of Hershey Hawkins, my friend. They've been a solid program. Bradley beat Valparaiso by 14 in the Missouri Valley Championship, but yes, Northern Iowa in round one for them. So there were Drake had the play in game beat Illinois state. Then Drake upsets Northern Iowa by 19 or by 21. Bam. It, wow. Wow. Well, it, it speaks to the quality and depth that this league traditionally has. You know, you're talking about solid programs, at least eight or nine of the 10 can be classified as, you know, solid programs throughout the year. Oh, I mean, what do you think about what do you think about this year? I think this year, you know, I think it's very top heavy and I think, uh, I think they're losing a lot. I think the mid tier towards the end is not going to be as good as usual. What are your, what are your thoughts? Do you agree? Yeah, I, I would, I still think it's a deep conference and I expect it. Oh, one, I have a, one of the one or two of those teams playing better than what we, what a lot of publications have them as, but I will say this. I mean, you look at this thing, we know Loyola made a final four just so what three years ago, I believe. Right. Um, we've seen, right, we've seen Northern Iowa. I, I know for sure they went to a sweet 16. I think they might've went to an elite eight when they beat Texas. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they made the elite eight definitely at least a sweet 16, if not a couple of them, but I think one year their their best year. I think they made it all the way to the elite eight. And I remember a while ago, probably late nineties, early two thousands. I think Bradley had a run to the sweet 16, but Bradley's been in the tournament. I know they, they pushed Michigan state as a two fifteen matchup. I think two years ago, they pushed Michigan state about as good as they, they possibly could came down to the final two minutes of the game. Michigan state pulled away, but uh, definitely a good program. And, and if you want to go, if you want to go way back, how about Bryce drew and Valpo? We yeah. all know. See, I called that game. I in my brackets, I had the 14 seed Valpo upsetting the three seed Ole Miss. Pa- Patty C's <laughs> older brother went to Ole Miss. I was telling him before the game, I was like, "Watch out for Valpo, man!" Sure enough, uh, that was a great game. If you remember that last second three pointer by Bryce uh, Bryce Drew, his his dad uh, Homer Drew was the coach. Uh, yeah, every, you know, for 20 25 years, this conference has been uh, representing in the tournament very well. How, how could you forget? And if you want to go really way back, Indiana state and Larry bird played magic Johnson for the national championship. Uh, what, right. 79, I think it was, but um, I think you're right. Um, also dude, I think Missouri state had a year there where they actually uh, back probably about 10, 15 years ago. I think Missouri state, I don't know about sweet 16 or, no. or elite eight, but you know, they, they, they definitely could have knocked someone off, you know? Uh, yeah. I wouldn't put it past them. Well, I remember also like in uh, Illinois state got robbed one year. They went like 27 and two lost yeah. to Northern Iowa. The year Northern Iowa went to the sweet 16, I think. 
They lost yeah. to them in the championship game, and they the committee did not put them in, which I thought was. I brutal. don't think. Yeah, back then I don't think the conference was as uh, quite as well respected as they are today. Um, unfortunately, it might only be it might still only be a one team conference, which if so is a damn shame because there's at least two schools here, if not three or four, who uh, who should be in the hunt for uh, a berth in the uh, national tournament. So yeah, what, well, well, you remember when North Carolina played at Northern Iowa just a few years ago? What happened? <laughs> They lost. That's right. Yeah, that's uh, Northern Iowa is a snake pit, man. But uh, but yeah, okay. From the top, let's uh, let's 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 do this, man. Let's let's let's. All right, man. My first team. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Loyola Chicago. Uh, uh, yeah, they they finished second last year. Do you have uh, Loyola as well? Nope. I got the Panthers of Northern Iowa getting revenge from last season's early exit. But I, I let's talk Loyola Chicago first. Porter Moser. Still the head coach there, the guy who led him to the final four. They still have a player that started on this team that went to the final four. And I'm talking about Cameron Crutwig. I think, you know, and the I think man. I want to say Lucas Williamson was on that bench too, if memory serves me correct. Possibly. Um yeah, but, it makes uh, sense because yeah. they're both so seniors. Talking about that that final four run. Since then they've they've had a couple of years where I guess they've been a, you know, taking a step, a small step back. They went uh, 12 and six in the conference, 20 and 14, two years ago. And last year they were, they finished second going 13 and five in the conference, 21 and 11 overall, still a very good season. So, uh, but this year, why I'm so high on them this year is that they didn't lose anybody from that, from a season ago, they're running it back. They got, they start five seniors. I mean, Porter Moser is a proven coach. You mentioned the big man, Crutwig. He's, he's excellent. He's one, you know, one of the, the team leaders here. Uh, and they also bring in a couple of transfers, one from Indiana and one from Oakland. So they are absolutely loaded. I did a quick Google search and sister Jean is still alive and well, Jeez. 101 years old. Jeez. Jeez. Keep on rocking sister Jean. Maybe she can witness another uh, March run. What do you think? Yeah, let's do this. I mean, she'll have to witness it from home with the COVID, but yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I like Crutwig. I like Porter Moser. I, look, I think this team will be fine, but I do think part of the reasons why they've struggled a little bit, they've still been a very successful program, but they haven't been able to duplicate that run to the tournament is they put them, they put a target on their back within their own conference, which we just explained their conference is really good. So I think teams get up when they're playing Loyola, especially the, the year, first year or two after that final floor run. So, um, yeah, I, I had, look, I have them right at number two. So it's not like I have them that far back. My number one is uh Northern Iowa and mainly because uh, AJ green returns. And I think like, I think sometimes when you lose early, like they did getting blown out by Drake, I think it sends a message to your team to really get your shit together. Um, you, you know, we, you talked about experience. This team starts four upperclassmen and uh, with AJ green being the leader, 20 points a game. And then uh, Trey Burhow at the small four or the shooting the three guard, essentially 12 and a half points a game, six boards. Uh, and then don't forget about Austin Fife getting it done. Um, I mean, I, I think it's going to come down to these two. I mean, I think Bradley is always a wild card because Bradley plays such great defense, but uh, I think it's going to really come. Now, What's that? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a, a, t- a clear top tier 
and that top tier has two schools, and those two schools are Loyola Chicago and Northern Iowa. You can argue who's first or second, you know, and you can make good arguments for each team. But I, I yeah, I think it's it's clear one of those two schools is going to win the the MDC. And, uh, but and, yeah, you're just adding to your. No, I was just saying that Ben Jacobson and him and Porter Moser. I mean, I don't know how you can tell me one's better than the other. They both had great success in the tournament. So I think it's definitely going to come down to those two teams. But I will say Bradley is a team that no one wants to see in this conference. They've won the the Missouri Valley two years in a row. And a lot of that has to do with Bradley always struggles to score, but they're very athletic and they give you everything on defense. They're almost like we talked to Xavier the other night, how Xavier's a bunch of dogs. Bradley is that version to me, like Northern Iowa and Loyola have these finesse players that can score and they're always going to be better than Bradley scores. But Bradley is the type of team that will put, get you to play on their level in a dog fight and beat you like 44, 42 or something. Yeah. So I take it. Bradley is your number three. Correct. I mean, I can't go, I can't go away from them. I, I, I wanted to, I looked at Indiana state and I thought, man, they're more promising roster, but I feel like right. every year that I do this their Bradley's roster always does that. And then they win the, the fucking the, the conference. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I would, I would say that, you know, we mentioned the top tier, those two schools. I think that the next tier, I think once again, there's only two schools in that next year. I think that is Indiana state and Bradley. You know, I think most of the other schools after team, after that fourth team, whatever, whatever order you have them in, then there's a big drop off. Then there's teams that, that lost a lot. We young teams, unproven teams. Um, so uh, yeah, I think, you know, so for me, I went Indiana state three and Bradley four. I, it's a close, a close call, but uh, Bradley, you know, they, they do lose two of their top three guys from a year ago. Uh, but I do understand that uh, their store forward, Elijah child's returns. He's a monster. He's going to have a great year. And uh, you know, one person that I'm going to keep my eye on, on that roster is the seven foot one big man, uh, Ari Boya. He's a junior. He's only played limited minutes so far. Seems like he's still, you know, learning the game and, you know, and, and trying to grow as a player. If he all, if he puts it together, maybe this is the year where he, where he can actually put it together. He is a projected starter. Now you have to love that size, especially in a mid-major conference. You know, if he can play good minutes, he's going to be a mismatch problem. Um, other than that, Bradley has a few transfers coming in, so they do lose a bit more than the other top three schools. Uh, but they have some other pieces coming in too, so we'll see how they, you know, uh, get mixed into the fold there. Bradley's going to have a good year, but I went Indiana State over Bradley. Um, going with Greg Lansing squad. See, look, I, I agree. If you just break down the roster, Indiana State's that team that should be better. But I, I just believe in the pedigree of Bradley. That's why I went Bradley. I was like, look, they always overachieve to me, Indiana state. If anything, yeah, they kind so, of underachieve. Yeah. The, you know, and the, the kind of the one thing that, that led me to, to taking Indiana state, the Sycamores over Bradley is the, uh, the senior point guard, Tyree key. Uh, that guy is going to be an all MDC caliber player. If it wasn't for um, AJ green on, on Northern Iowa, he's probably the league's best player and would probably win MVP of the league, but AJ Green might have that locked down. 
So uh, either way, you know, Indiana State Bradley, I think there's you know not much separation there. So I'm not going to argue, you know, your pick over mine there. But I think those are the clear top four teams. And I don't think you can really make an argument for anybody else. Uh, well, one of the things I want to point out about Bradley that I like, they did lose some key players. All right. They lost Brown canal and Barr from a season ago, but they're bringing in some depth. I think not only did they return Deshaun Henry, who averaged just sh- this guy's on the bench. So aside from their starting five, Deshaun Henry's averaging just shy of 10 points a game and six boards on the bench. And then Terry Nolan coming in from George Washington, where he averaged 11 a game, just about um, and five boards. Then uh, Kevin McAdoo. I don't know if there's any relation to Bob McAdoo and see Nick, but um, he was at Eastern Michigan in the Mac getting nine points a game. So when you have contributors like that, I, I mean, I, I would expect we, I don't think GW and the A 10 is much of a drop off. If anything, it might be a better conference than the Missouri Valley and then Eastern Michigan and the Mac. Okay. That Missouri Valley is better than that, but the Mac is still a decent mid major conference. I think McAdoo will still be able right. to get points. And I, I like the bench. When I look at the bench overall, I see a team that's actually deeper despite losing. I think they're deeper than they were a season ago. Yeah. So that's my logic on taking Bradley. Right. Now, right. Now, right. So yeah. What's that? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm not going to argue with that. I think you, they can be interchangeable. I'm just going to say early in the season, I know, you know, teams are still putting schedules together, but if Bradley or Indiana state is involved in some of these, uh, you know, they call them preseason tournaments, even though the games count that, you know, uh, if, if they're involved in some of these tournaments with teams from power five conferences, uh, watch out for these two guys. Cause I think, uh, they're going to play these teams close, if not win outright. So keep your eye on those two schools. And if they do play some of the bigger name opponents, look at what the spread is. And I like those uh, schools to, to, you know, play, play, you know, a, a Clemson close or a Minnesota close or, you know, a Kansas state close, you know, well, check teams like that. I think there's, there's value in these, in these NBC schools. Bradley kicks off opening night day before Thanksgiving, getting Toledo in one of these tournaments, right? From the Mac Toledo's a decent okay. school from the Mac Indiana state yeah. gets, gets is in one of these tournaments. They get East Carolina, which we know that's blue Edwards alma mater. So the pirates should find a way <laughs> to win by 10, 20, 30 <laughs> points. But, um, yeah, right. Uh, but the, on, on Thanksgiving, Bradley takes on Xavier. So Ooh. I think, Ooh, I think that's, that's one they, they could bite Xavier buddy. That's a, that's a great game. Yeah. I like it. I'll, I'll be tuning in. That should be a great basketball game. Great early season game there. I, I love it. Yeah. Hopefully it's played with all this COVID shit going on, but, uh, but yeah, yeah I mean, my, so my, my thing was Indiana state. I, I definitely have them at, at the four spot. I think, you know, they got a decent starting five and that, that transfer from North Carolina central Randy Miller jr. Coming in as a grad transfer average 14 and in 0.3 points a game a season ago. He's going to provide some much needed scoring to this team. But after that, I think they're a little thin on the depth. So uh, that was my logic on taking Bradley ahead of them. I understand yours. And uh, yeah, uh, I'll say this at the number five spot. Well, actually, before I get to the number five spot, I want to tell the folks out there that the college experience, Missouri Valley conference preview is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. late fall, college basketball and college football. NBA bubble 
UFC fight Island. It's pretty clear. 2020 has been a year unlike any other, which is why you need a sports book, which offers unlike any other, get some skin in the game with my bookie where odds boost lightning deals and free bets. await all season long. And with Turkey day, right around the corner, there really is no better time to feast on some NBA. I'm not some NBA, some NFL action, some college football action, some college basketball action. We just mentioned the, uh, on Thanksgiving Turkey day, you'll be able to see Bradley take on Xavier, place your bets, get them in there. So whether you're a first time customer or having, or have been playing with my bookie for years, there is no shortage of value to be found in the thousands of game lines, unique prop bets and contests that they offer every week. Sign up or get reloaded today. Find an edge, make your bet and get paid. Uh, they also boast a fully fledged casino platform giving you access to all the classic table slot and card games you'd expect to find at your local spot. And the best part is, and my bookie, the door never closes. So uh, you can continue to build your bankroll. Even when the stadium lights have gone out, make the right play, sign up today at my bookie. And when you do use the promo code SGP to get your deposit matched halfway all the way up to a thousand dollars. The terms are simple. You put in 200, they'll match it with another hundred in your account. If you were already planning to bet this season, this is like getting free money. So come on, it's winning season at my bookie. So come join in on all the fun and win some cash while you're at it only at my bookie.ag. All right. Number five in the Missouri Valley. I actually think that they might be able to press Indiana state. I think after, really? I think after this team is a bigger drop off. Okay. See, I had five through eight dropping off. So I'm curious, who is your fifth? I got the, I got Drake, the, uh, the bulldogs. I thought you saw a little potential in the way they handled nor- Northern Iowa in the uh, Missouri Valley uh, tournament last year. And the fact they're bringing back Roman Penn at the point guard, 12 points a game, just shy of five boards and six assists. Also 1.3 steals a game. That guy's a ball player at, at the point. Uh, then they get Tramel Murphy back from, he averaged double digits, DJ Wilkins. Uh, there was some, some concern with the freshman big men, but, uh, getting in a green Bay transfer Shaquan Hemphill, uh, averaged 11.7 points per game. And what is that? The horizon, I believe. Um, right. And they also get a Seton hall transfer in Darnell Brody. So perhaps I think perhaps Drake could sneak up into that spot. Well, I do have Drake fifth, so we are in agreement there. You know, perhaps they uh, overachieve a bit, and yeah, maybe they can push for that third, that third or fourth spot. Coming into the season, I still think there's a pretty clear uh, delineation. But yeah, I like some of what Drake is doing here. Uh, last year, they were eight and ten in the conference, finished eighth. They went twenty and fourteen overall. Solid year, you know, not great. Um, they lose their star big man, Liam Robbins, who's transferring out. That yeah, was huge. That was huge. If he's, yeah, I mean, if he's there, then you might bump Drake all the way up to third or, you know, or somewhere in that range. Um, and they also lost a couple more solid contributors to graduation. So they're missing three guys from their, their team last year who played significant minutes, uh, you know, significant production. But you mentioned a couple transfers coming in, and they got a couple redshirt freshmen and a couple true freshmen. A little too much roster turnover for my liking, and I think they're going to really miss that big dude. So, uh, you know, I I think they have a solid year. I think uh, they're hovering around 500 in the conference, and they'll do enough, I think, to finish fifth. 
I think th- I think their coach, you know, he was hired in 2018, Darian uh, Devries, and I think he's doing a decent job. I, if, uh, they were trash a couple of years ago before he got there, so I think he's got the trajectory of the program going in the right way. So, um, yeah, I, I got them at five as well. So we'll see how they they t- turn out this season. How about at number six? Who you got? Number six, I'm going with the Salukis from Southern Illinois. Uh, what is that like? It's like some kind of dog, right? Is that kind of yeah. like a husky or something? Yeah, I, think, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I believe it's a dog. Also, yeah, fine animal, fine animal right there. It's a fine mascot, great nickname. Um, so Southern Illinois, I, I got them in know, the same were, spot. Got them in the same spot. Yeah. So. Okay. We, All right. We, yeah. So they we, were we there. They were, they were an up and down team last year. Um, you know, in, in late January, early February, they had won seven in a row and you're like, wow, you know, this team's putting it together here. Watch out, you know, cause it, in the, in those seven games, they also beat Northern Iowa and Loyola Chicago. So, you know, I started, you know, betting on Southern Illinois. I was like, man, these, you know, watch out for the, uh, the Salukis. They're putting it together. Then all of a sudden, I'm not sure what happened, but they finished the season uh, one and six in their last seven. They lose, five of their top seven guys. That, that's, so brutal. that's brutal. That's brutal. Yeah. It's huge, man. You know, so they got, they got some Juco guys coming in a couple guys from D two, some, some true freshmen, but for a mid major team, they're going to be very young. Uh, they're going to start three upper class. I'm sorry. They're going to start three underclassmen. So this has rebuilding year written all over it. They still got a couple of good players on the team. I don't think they're going to, you know, I don't think the bottom is going to fall out and they're going to finish last or anything, but I think this is a rebuilding year. And I got the um, Southern Illinois Salukis coming in sixth. I agree with you. I think they're going to have to battle it out um, with my next team, but I, I, I went with the, uh, they have a little bit more experience than my next team, but I, I do agree. And I do think uh, getting Ben Harvey from Eastern Illinois where he averaged 10 a game could help because him and Marcus Damask. Um, <laughs> it's like in uh what's it called? Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank. Yeah. Dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Dumas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think those guys can be key contributor. I mean, obviously D- Damask was a key con- contributor last year, but Harvey, perhaps, uh, perhaps also a couple of those other transfers could make a difference there. Um, but I do think they're going to be pushed by this next team. And I'm going to go out on a limb and my number seven team is the, is uh, where are we at? Illinois state. Yes. Wow. I'm going wow. with the okay. Redbirds, and mainly my thing here is trusting the coach. All right. I understand the experience wise. See, I wanted to take them over Southern Illinois because I, I here's one thing I know about Illinois state. I like Dan Muller as a head coach. He's been there since 2012. Think, um, you know, obviously he had some of his better years where they didn't get in, but I think he's a good coach and I think he's got this program still. I, I, I trust that pedigree. I know they've, they fell off from being like they were the top seed or the top one or two seeds the, uh, a couple of years ago, but I just trust him over some of the remaining coaches to, to, uh, to get the uh, Redbirds going here. And when I look at this team, obviously, like I said, completely I disagree. Yeah. So I have, I have Illinois state all the way down at nine. Um, I went, actually, I have them exactly where they finished last year. Last year, they went five and 13 in the conference, 10 and 21 overall. I don't know, man. I don't know about the trajectory of this program. They lose 
uh, several players, four guys, including their leading scorer last year. And uh, they only have four Redbirds returning who played for the team last year, and none of them average in double digits. Sometimes it's so, good to flush the toilet, my friend. Sometimes it's good to yeah, flush but, the toilet. Yeah, but you know, usually after you flush that toilet, it, it takes a couple years to get the water to rise back up to what it once was. <laughs> Dude, last year they were better than their record. They had a one point loss to Cincinnati. They had a f- yeah. four point loss to Grand Canyon. They lost by two to TC. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. They lost by twelve to TCU. They lost uh, what six to Northern uh, Northern Iowa. That's not a bad loss. Uh, f- a lot of these games lost by four to Missouri State. They lost by. Uh, hang on, my fucking computer just fucked up. Um, they lost by three to Southern Illinois. I think sometimes the ball just bounces the wrong way. Look, they lost by three to Valpo. They, they Valpo played in the fucking the, 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 the Missouri Valley championship. They lost to Bradley by three in overtime. I think they're better than their record indicates. I think they, uh, I think I just trust the coach. You can't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, maybe you're onto something and, and maybe you're seeing things that others aren't. I'm just curious as you know, who's going to get buckets for him. Who's going to step up and be, you know, their main player that can, you know, get his own shot. And you know, you know, hit some crucial shots down the stretch here because I'm looking at it, and yeah. they're only going got only one senior on the team. You know, they're going to be starting uh, three three sophomores and a junior guy coming in from JUCO who's never played D1 ball. Keep and an then eye on the out. Keep an eye out for DJ Horn at the point, Antonio Reeves, the uh, the other guard, and then Keith Fisher the third, and then don't sleep on Diedrich Boyd, and then the transfer from UMass, side Chapman. Telling you, go Redbirds, baby! <laughs> all right, man. We shall see. Um, all right, so they were your. Uh, where were we at? There, your uh, seven. They're my number Is seven. Right? Yeah. So my seventh was Valpo, the team we mentioned earlier. They went to the championship. Uh, exactly, you know, and and they beat uh, Ole Miss twenty years ago or something. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you know, Valpo. Yeah, they were they were going to be a whole lot better this year if their best player didn't transfer. Uh, you know, after the season ended, it, transferring to DePaul also is that an upgrade? I mean, what is what is Javon Freeman Liberty doing? He he averaged 19 last year for Valpo. Valpo finished the season seven and three in their last ten games. Yeah, a lot of momentum coming into yeah, the year, and, and then your chances of just, making the tournament are way easier in the Missouri Valley than the Big East at DePaul. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he's thinking there, but you know. Um, and then they also lost their second leading score to graduation, so they have some holes to fill. That's you know for sure. Maybe he's got um, a girlfriend in, in Chicago. He's plugging. You well, know? he's making a mistake. He, he's still <laughs> young. He shouldn't have a girlfriend. First off, <laughs> now I, I, I guarantee I will say that uh, the tail is a little bit better quality in Chicago than it is in Valparaiso, Indiana. You know, so <laughs> maybe he's a, a little bit wiser than we think. Uh, <laughs> but um, so yeah, so they lose a lot. The team that is returning, they have zero people that average in double digits, which is why I have Valpo knocked back a little bit. Uh, but they do get um, a Juco guy, and they're just relying on people that are growing within the program to make, 
you know, the leap from reserve or bench warmer, warmer to starter or contributor. Um, I want to go just with their track record. Valpo is always solid. Last year they were nine and nine. They finished sixth. I do think they take a little bit of a step back here. They probably, you know, probably looking at eight and 10, seven, 11, something like that. But uh, I'm gonna go Valpo next. Where, where do you have uh, Valparaiso? I have Valpo at number eight. Uh, so we have Valpo and Illinois state essentially interchange there. Um, all right. Before we get to the final two, I want to tell the listeners that the college experience Missouri Valley preview is brought to you by thrive fantasy. Come prop up on thrive fantasy this season. Thrive fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. The response uh, from SGP listeners for thrive fantasy has been nothing short of amazing. So uh, they're hooking listeners up with a thousand dollar free roll for the Thursday night NFL games. Yes. Thousand dollar free roll. People use the password DGEN to enter. Once again, that's password DGEN with thrive. You can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus on only the top tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. If it's NFL, you choose 10 of the available 20 player props to build your lineup. If it's PGA MLB esports, you choose five out of the available 10 player props to build your lineup. Each play, each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to hit. You hit the most props, you rack up the most points. You win a part of you win a share of the prize pool. Thrive has over $50,000 in guaranteed weekly prizes and is awarded over $1.6 million in cash prizes. So use that promo code SGP when you sign up today and you'll receive an instant match uh, up to $50 on your first deposit with the four times rollover. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Google Play Store or by visiting their website, www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. And don't you forget that promo code. SGP. I also want to tell you guys that we're brought to you by ACE per head. You ever thought about starting your own sports book, but perhaps don't know how? Well, guess what? ACE per head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top notch customer support going 24 seven, and they have some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace per head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today. And ACE is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Buddy, I know you have ECU over 14 points. Oh, come on. I just saw it, man. Oh, you're killing me. I, I'm reading that ad, and I think I'm like a little bit ahead of you here. I'm I'm watching Holton Ellers uh, scramble around and just throw it through an interception at like the five yard line. Um, Come on, man! You it's were still about to cash like, in. Like, yeah, that was that's obviously their best chance. He's thrown a couple of really bad picks tonight, man. Well, where he just hasn't seen the defense. He, is yeah, well, yeah, I mean that's owned. you know sure. Yeah, that's definitely part of it. But he's he's just missed defenders where he's not. You can tell he's not seeing the whole field. He's locking in on one or two guys and he's, he's not reading the defense well, but um, anywho, you know, I still got 10 minutes. So I still might hit that. Uh, what are we talking about? We are on the, the ninth well, I, I, I have to give you my eighth team because I had Illinois state as ninth. Oh, you're filthy. I'm guessing you're so wrong. I'm guessing you have, <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing you have Missouri state at nine. I do. I do. So let's I have Missouri state at eight. Um, they so, lose a handful of guys, three of their top four guys from a pretty average team a year ago. They, they were nine and nine in the conference, only 16 and 17 overall. 
But they do ret- return their big man, Gage Prim. He is going to be their leader. He's the only senior starter. He should be in store for a very nice season. Um, they got a couple of Juco guys. It's kind of hard to gauge what their con- uh, contributions will be. So depth is a concern. Experience will be a concern. They, they got um, a, I think they have a little bit more pieces. They got a Hawaii transfer that, that I think Go is waiting it. on clearance still to get to needs the waiver to play, but I, they've been handing them out left and right. But Dawson Carper coming over from Hawaii, averaging six points, four, four boards a game. I don't know what he's thinking, leaving Hawaii for Missouri, but Hey, you know, <laughs> perhaps he was in the doghouse and this is a fresh start for Carper. But obviously I think when you look at returning experience, you need the, you need this waiver to pass. You need Carper to be playing uh, for well, the bears. Yeah. And he's a seven footer too. So if you, if you match him up with, uh, with prim, the uh, senior six, eight center, you got a, I mean, you might have a really nice back uh, front court. You might have one of the best front courts in the conference. Yeah. So, I mean, the rest of the roster, leaves a lot to be desired, but uh, if you have those two guys in the front court that I'm hoping, I'm hoping you're going to at least finish eighth. You know, it's not like I have them very high up there, yeah. but uh, yeah. And you know, I, like I, we've mentioned so far in these conference previews, the NCAA has been handing out waivers, you know, like it's candy at Halloween. So yeah, and I'm I, assuming that, that, that he's going to be able to play. So, you know, we'll see, but he could make a big difference and keep an eye. Like I said, coach Dana Ford, uh, keep an eye on Isaiah Mosley, the two guard spot, 8.3 points a game a season ago. I expect him to ab- average in double digits this year. Cause he's kind of got the green light here. Yeah. Yeah. He could be, he could have a nice year too. I agree. Uh, so that means we both have the same team at number 10 and you know, this is a team that won at Kentucky a season ago. Crazy. Crazy man, Walter what, McCartney. You know, who would have thought? Walter McCartney, who was, who you know, apparently was, uh, you know, I don't know, he was uh, friendly with some students. I think I don't know the whole story there, but uh, uh, apparently he liked the women in Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's maybe uh, a little too much. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe a little too much. Um, but they returned Sam Cunliffe. I mean, hold on, hold on. Did, did he not get enough ass when he was playing at Kentucky or when he was playing in the NBA? I yeah. mean, Isn't come he on, like a know? millionaire. Why, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> You're in your forties now. Shouldn't, shouldn't you have gotten your fill? <laughs> uh, even if he didn't get his fill, but, you're still a millionaire. Uh, just stay off campus, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Anyway, uh, <laughs> that college ass is just a little too tempting. <laughs> <laughs> the true college experience. Um, they have, I mean, Amen. Kick your cap to him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm seeing uh Todd lick litter. What a name he played. Uh, didn't he play in the NBA? Didn't he play for the nuggets? I think I, let me double check that. Google that name. For some reason no, that, that, that no. rung a bell, he uh, was a guard at Butler. Wow, in the seventies. This dude's sixty-five years old. Who the hell am I thinking of? Thinking of uh Eric Lechner, the old power forward. <laughs> yeah, he was on the jazz. For some reason, who's a the he was a, a white guy that played for the Nuggets. He kinda had a kinda had like a uh kind of like a white guy fro, kinda like, you know, like a you know? no. Dude, Lick Letter is the, the guy that coached Butler from 01 to 07. And he was at Iowa. I remember him now. I remember him now. Okay. Well, that's an interesting hire then because he's got a decent pedigree. Now he was an assistant last year, 
So, yeah. so perhaps he can get the, he's got familiarity with the program. And you, like I said, you look at this team, uh, Sam Cunliffe, their, their lone returning player that averaged in the double digits, 11.2 points per game. Uh, I like seeing five upperclassmen, but uh, they also have a, a couple of Juco transfers coming in a Nebraska transfer in Samari Curtis and a UNC Asheville transfer in Jax Ledovich. Um, I don't know. I don't know. A couple of Juco guys too. It's kind of, it's hard to say. I mean, yeah. that, that year last year was just so crazy with McCarty being fired and then their best player Williams uh, getting hurt. And, and he, he, now he's, he transferred out dude. So uh, Cincinnati, yeah, you know, Cincinnati is up 32 points. With, Cincinnati is up 32 points with seven minutes and 51 seconds left. And they run a fake punt for like 50 yards. <laughs> That's just rubbing it in, man. That's wrong. Scum. <laughs> Scum. What the hell? Uh, they're, they're trying to make me not win this bet here. <laughs> uh, no, I agree though. And I think this team is a kind of a question mark. Like it wouldn't surprise me if they were better, but at the same time, it's really hard to judge when you're looking at this roster. What is what, who, who will be, I mean, I, I'm assuming the starting five is going to be, see, that's another thing. You tell me they're going to start four guards. I'm seeing four yeah, guards in the starting lineup. Yeah. You know, and, and one of those guards is five ten, So they're going to be a short team. And yeah. You know what? They might be one of the oldest teams in the conference, but that doesn't mean these guys are any good. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they went Oh, and 18 last year in the conference. They went nine and 23. It, overall. That's how good the Missouri Valley is. The team that went Oh, and 18 in the conference won at Kentucky. Think about that. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's crazy. I, I mean, when I watched, when I was watching that Kentucky game, you could tell that Williams was the only person on the team. He carried them to that win and they hit, I don't think they had like any, maybe like one field goal in the last five minutes. They, they, they hit their free throws and just couldn't score. And that's how they somehow came out of there with the win. But um, but yeah, pretty wild that the team that, that finishes last and winless in the Mount <laughs> in the MDC beat Kentucky in Rupp. So I, 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 I think but. I was into some Twitter arguments, uh, you know, back b- before COVID hit about how Missouri Valley should get two teams in. And there's, you know, they're saying like some team from the sec. And I was like, what are you talking about? The w- most, the team that couldn't even win a game in Missouri Valley beat your, your <laughs> one of your top teams in the sec, if not the top team. So that's um, a nice, nice Trump card right there. Definitely. <laughs> but I do think Evans, Evansville just due to the experience alone and maybe some of these transfers, I think they're going to win a couple games this year. And also due to the fact that the back end of the conference isn't as good this year. So they'll win a couple games, but I, I still think they're going to finish last. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, it wouldn't surprise me if they got to the, uh, the nine spot or something, but uh, I don't see much more than that. Um, so yeah. yeah, we agree. We see eye to eye there. Um, so you think only one team in you're going to go with Loyola. You know, it, unfortunately, probably, especially this year, we've mentioned that, you know, this year it's probably going to be as, as unfair you know, or more, more unfair than ever, uh, just due to, you know, people playing a different amount of games and not having a full slate of games and not having as, uh, as many out of conference games to, for these mid majors to get good wins. And the fact that you're going to hear that word, I test more and more and you know, the, the people saying that are going to favor 
the big name schools because they always do. So uh, I would love for this conference to get two or three or maybe even four. Uh, if I had to bet, if I was a betting man, which you know I am, uh, I'll just say one. I think Northern Iowa plays. I want to say the day was December fifth, but I could be wrong. They play at Wisconsin. That's going to be a huge game for the Missouri Valley. Um, huge opportunity for them there. And then obviously, if they can take care of business, we talked about Bradley Xavier. Um, there's a couple other matchups where they're in tournaments where they'll get opportunities against the big guys. Uh, I think Indiana State could get some. I think, yeah, I think there's a few tournaments out there. I think Drake gets, I think Drake gets Kansas state opening night opportunity there to beat a power five. Um, so hopefully so uh, it, we, we can, I actually it think could, it, it, yeah. what's that? It could, but it could potentially be one of those bid thief leagues where, you know, say North, uh, Northern Iowa or Loyola has a great, you know, regular season beat some top schools, but then say Indiana state or Bradley beats them in the, in the NBC final. Maybe that's the way that they get two schools in, um, because if if one of the favorites wins, then that might be the only one. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. But it's something to pay attention to early in the year here. Some big games, so uh, go Missouri Valley, like always, guys. Um, and you know, if you're a first time listener to the College Experience, I want to just paint this picture for you guys. Uh, we're, we, uh, we handicap every single division one college football and college basketball game. Me NC Nick, another co-host of ours, Patty C. We pick every game. We've been over 500 each season for college basketball, for college football every single year. Um, and also we include our locks in those two where we're way over 500. So we release a spreadsheet over at sports gambling podcast.com. We also put it on our Twitter. So make sure you check that out. Uh, I believe we cover the, 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 you know, College football, and college basketball, as good as any. So subscribe. We're available on all platforms. And if you're really swift, we don't, we don't sell our picks, guys. We won't sell our picks. But all we want and all we ask of you is kindness. All right. We think we're kind enough to give out our picks and and, and do this thing. So all we ask is you go to iTunes, give us a five star review. You know, and because uh, that's essentially how we get paid. Sponsors look at the uh, the comments here. They look at what's. Uh, is there activity? Is there people really liking these guys? And then they think, Hey, and they see this, they go, Hey, people really do like these idiots. Let's give them some money. And then we give you more breakdowns. That's it's a simple formula. And I'll tell you this. If you do leave an iTunes review, a five-star iTunes review, take a screenshot, tag me at the Colby D on Twitter, you know, until you, and I will enter you in a raffle to, uh, to get some, some college experience merch. All right. And I'll put it like this. When I enter you in a raffle, you're going to get some merch just might not be that week. All right. It'll be sometime in the next couple of weeks, but don't worry. We appreciate you. So we will take care of you. And like I said, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K check out NC Nick's writings over at sports podcast.com. We do a, me and him do a great DFS podcast come play DraftKings college football with us. That's going to soon translate to DraftKings college basketball. We welcome all to come play with us. We also will give away our lineup. So you have a chance at winning some serious money. Like one of our, uh, one, our com- one of our company mates who won $200,000 on DraftKings. So uh, make sure you check that out. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one. And yeah, we are part of the, uh, the sports gambling podcast, sports gambling podcast network. They're on Twitter at the SGP network. Give them a follow. 
And uh, yeah, this is the Missouri Valley conference preview style on the college experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.